everybody, it's your boy Mr. Dan Banks, aka DJ Fine, CEO of J2. We are Jersey Magazine and Jersey Diamonds. I'm here with my girl, Diamonds in the Rough, grooming extraordinaire, Ashley Ann. Hey y'all, I'm happy to be here. We in the building. We are actually here on site, location of Diamonds in the Rough. The studio is beautiful. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you for wanting us to come by. Thank you for coming. This is amazing. I got Harmony. Her dog is on my lap. Like, <laughs> just chilling. She got the thing for chocolate, man. I don't know. That's, all I'm That's saying. it. I've seen this before, right, Jersey? Like, just make it <laughs> So, let's get to know Miss Ashley. And, like I said, I mean, she's been doing this for a while, over 15 years in the game, uh, grooming extraordinaire. She got some skills, y'all. And she also is a good chef, too, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> but she, she dope. <laughs> now, right, so, Miss Ashley, let's talk about this. So, take me through your journey of first falling in love with being a, um, a groomer? Oh man, so that was, I think, probably the best journey. My first job was at a sneaker company, right? Yeah, you know, a uh, finish line. Okay. I was I was in finish line, okay? So yeah, discount. Yeah, I had the discounts, okay. but you know, the issue was the people. Right. I had this um real funky lady, she came and she, you know, she put my shoes on my feet. Yeah. Put your shoes on your feet, you know, and like at that time, I. I was in high school, so I was a little bit of a rebel, and right, I just right, said, right. this isn't for me. Uh -huh. And um, I went home, I said to my mom, I said, I'd rather work with dogs, like, I'd rather work with animals. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you say something, you don't really know that it's it's for real at that moment. And the first thing she said to me was that I know someone that works at a pet store, okay. and he's a store manager, so I'm going to set up an interview and try it out. And, um, you know, I went. The minute I saw that grooming salon, I said, oh, I got to work with the dogs. Yeah, I got to yeah. work with the dogs. And uh, they started me at the cashier. I said, I don't want to be no cashier. I don't want to interact with people. Put right, me right. with the animals. Right, and right. they put me in there. And I mean, my first dog was uh, um, Nicholas. He was a Bernese Mountain dog. Beautiful dog. Beautiful, mm. big dog. And um, he used to have these little grinchy looking toes. <laughs> like, his toes was raggedy as right. my baby would say <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and i would just you know i would sneak and get the groomer's scissors and i would cut and um people started requesting me after a while and remember i'm a bather i'm not right. supposed to really be cutting dogs and um yeah, yeah. the store manager is like well ashley's not a she's not a groomer she's a bather and they're like she cut my dog yeah. and i want her to do exactly what she did and um at 18 fast forward two years i had the option to go to law school or be a dog groomer and um, I was like, I'm going to go to grooming school. So my 18th birthday, I traveled up to New York and I went to grooming school. And, you know, girl, the rest nice. has been like a beautiful yeah. book getting written. So. Absolutely. So it manifested um, with you from a young start. Mm. And it's definitely something that we all see and, and we can reflect. Even watching your journey of all the things that you've yeah. done, like, it's amazing. Oh, thank we you. definitely commend you on this, especially during this woman's history month i mean especially black, being a black woman in this type of a field making big moves so with being a black woman in this field um tell me about some of the things that you go through on a regular basis with even getting in this type of field like um the type of recognition or t lack of recognition like just some of the things that you go through with even being in this field because this is enlightening for us like we we're so used to different types of entertainment but we don't even we didn't know specifically about the grooming type of entertainment mm. so tell me about this a little bit yeah, this is a different level of art. And um, like you said, you don't really see black women in the industry. And not to say that there aren't black people in this industry or people of color, but we're very, um, very silenced in a sense. You know, we don't really have too many resources on um, people that we could go to for assistance. Mm -hmm. When we go to these big expos, there aren't black academy trainers. 
Um, so it was it was hard because yeah. it was basically I had to basically envision what I was going to do because mm. I didn't have anybody to look up to that looked like me that I can say, okay, yeah, she did this. So I can be like her, you know? So it was really just, um, again, it was trial and error. And I had a lot of resilience, resistance. Um, like when I first stepped in my salon, they would say like, oh, she's bougie. Mm. You know, like I, I needed gloves, Confidence. you know, like Confidence. it was, yeah. you know, and they were like, she's not going to last mm. in here. This isn't for her. She doesn't need to be in a salon. Right. And, you know, I just, I let that be the fuel to my fire. I'm a Leo. So that's a fire sign. So with me, negativity, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> negativity just, it pushes me more. So, um, what I, and one thing I always tell to my little sister, I'm glad nobody was willing to help me. Mm with this Asian technique, which is what I, what I specialize in, what I master in, because I would have never went to Asia. Right, like right. that pushed me to go overseas. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah. and a black woman international, like still to this day, I would have never thought that I would be known in uh, South Korea or China or yeah. Russia or Germany. And it's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, but it's been, it's been tough, but, um, I'm looking at this now as I am that woman, that, that, brown skin girl that mm. other brown skin girls can look at and say i can do this too she it. did it so i can do it yeah. so it's just been um it's been a blessing it's humbling it's beautiful yeah. and it's just like it adds strength mm -hmm. to this journey because it ain't easy absolutely ain't easy and being that type of influ uh, influential black woman and everything and having people look up to what it what are some of the things that you I guess say would go with your self uh, self care, self meditation, like some of the self care routines that you do for yourself okay. that other black women even would try getting into this field or any other field would say, you know, I, it's a lot of pressures, a lot of things going on because like you said, black women, you guys gotta work a lot harder. Mm -hmm. So like what are some of the things that you do for yourself that would that kind of also go into the motivation of still striving and pursuing this type of a career? I like to look good and let me tell you something. Like running in the jungle is hard to look good while you're running in the jungle. Uh, you always say like we, we're either surviving or we living and right now I'm surviving but I'm enjoying it yeah. and um, I like to make sure I don't look like anything I've been through and that's something that the Bible says yeah. first of all like you know God says um, you'll go through the fire but you won't smell like the smoke yeah. and, and I'm a walking testimony of that so like if he did that I need to meet him halfway and take care of my physical appearance mm -hmm. now so you know i like to make sure my nails look good and my hair is good and my eyelashes is happening you know <laughs> yes and and um it makes me feel good when i'm doing my work because mm -hmm. it's like you know i'm filming i know i'm looking good get me at the right angle mm -hmm. like you're about to see this dog look good <laughs> and um i make sure most importantly my mind is good my mental because mm -hmm. it's like when, when you're doing something that's never been done before, you're going to be uncomfortable. Absolutely. You're going to get a lot of people saying to you, like, no, you can't do this. No, you can't do that. And um, when you feel good about yourself, when you feel good within yourself, yeah. like that negativity bounces off. Can't nobody stop. You know, can't nobody stop this. Like, you know, and um, like I said, I just I meditate. Um, I give time to myself. In the beginning, I was working seven days a week, mm. you know. I've been in my salon by myself. Mm. I sole owner, sole operator. I ain't had no nobody help me with this. You know, no, none of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it 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 was rough. It was rough. It was exhausting as a twenty three year old. You know, coming out of college, like you know, I'm still in my prime. I'm not yeah. thinking like this. And just taking this level of responsibility was a lot. 
mentally yeah, and that like i said that meditation that prayer that self-love yeah. that self-care it's like it's beautiful and i i so encourage it's it amazing. All, all the things you accomplish is amazing we're yeah. amazed that's why we have brian you know what i'm saying let, <laughs> let the world know that she's making these moves jersey you know just starting just starting oh, no, yeah she got a lot coming i got out. a lot <laughs> definitely mm -hmm. now as we know with pets like that, that's a lot of that's a lot of people's like go-to you know it, it does a lot of um good for a lot of people's mental health so mm -hmm. you treat every single pet that you groom like it's like as if it's your own like even watching her stories and the lies and everything you can just see how she caters to like every single dog like as if it's your own out so like what are some of the feedback you get from even your customers in that sense because i know they'd be probably looking like she really like it, like the dog just falls in love with you from the door like from the start like oh, you ever see too much like <laughs> back and forth they're just like is this your dog or my dog <laughs> You know, um, I love them. Like, growing up, I had a really, like, tough childhood. It wasn't, when I say I don't look anything like I've been through, I genuinely don't. And that's why I try to tell people, don't hate on anybody's journeys yeah. and accomplishments because you don't, you don't know what they went through to get there. And, um, like, my dogs, they were just, like, my escape place. Like, they were, they were my happiness. They yeah. were my therapy. Like, they weren't popping lips. They weren't throwing shade at <laughs> yeah, me, you right. know, they, it was genuine love. And what do you do when you receive genuine love? You want to give it back, right? And that's what I do in my grooming. Like I give, I make them feel good. You know, they come in looking rough, right? right this right, diamond's right, in the rough. Right, yeah. And then, you know, they come out looking like a diamond shining like bright. That. And right, that's, in the rough. Okay. yeah. And okay. that's what, that's where that name came from because it's just like being able to enhance an animal's mm -hmm. personality and feelings that's a gift absolutely and i realized that i have this gift and the people you know some of my clients want to put me in their pocket i'm like you can't keep me <laughs> you can't keep me <laughs> yeah so it's just like it's gratitude it's so much it's so much love like all of this has helped me grow so much and just seeing how much people value me and what I do for their pets. Because they're like, you didn't have to go to China. Yeah. I'm like, but I want to be the best. Like, Absolutely. I want to give them the best, like you know? Yeah. And um, people people see it. They see it. Yeah. And um, they love me and I love them. Absolutely. That's and it. having that mindset of being, like, such a strong black woman and also um, always being open to learning has gotten you to now being a celebrity stylist. Ooh. Yeah. So now, so now, tell me about like some of your first celebrity clients and like kind of how you got into that <laughs> realm. You know, for you to put something like that in your bio, it's like I've really, again, these pets are very therapeutic. They're they're a lot of people's like lifesavers and, and outlets. You know, for just stress yeah. relieving and then just just overall therapy. Like, but now getting into the field of becoming a celebrity stylist, like, tell me about that. I so this surprised me the same way it surprised everybody else. Yeah. You know, people like celebrity dog groomer. Yeah. I'm like sometimes now I walk into my title like now this is my title. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm the celebrity groomer. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it all it honestly happened when I opened this business, and I always tell people like God is so real, yeah. and this like He threw this at me. I'd never heard of a Lincoln Park. Mm. I didn't know anything about this. Mm. I never, I never owned a business, yeah. and I was pregnant with a baby, a single mom, and um, it just popped up in my email like business for sale. I'm like, okay, okay, you know. So I, I jumped, I jumped here, and I mean, it just, it just changed the whole game. And I think once I ended up in here, mm. that's when that glass ceiling was removed. Right, right. That's right. when. 
I had my first celebrity client, which was uh, Teresa Gudais from wow. the Housewives of New Jersey, okay. right? Okay. So my, I don't watch the Housewives of New Jersey. But, no shade, but Teresa. She, but she found out. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, because she called and she's like, "Hi, honey, this is Teresa." And I'm like, "Hey, <laughs> who, you know?" And, and she's like, um, the housewives. And my mom watches that show. You know, you can catch me so watching Love like, and Hip Hop. Mom was like, oh, you need to talk to her. Yeah, yeah right, and right. My, my mom didn't even believe it. She didn't believe me. She's yeah. like, no, you don't. Mm. And I said, I'm telling you, Teresa's in my salon. She wants yeah. me to groom her dog. And um, when she came, it was just like back to back to yeah. back. And it's just like, some of them tried to keep me a secret. I'm like, y'all better tell your friends who groom yeah, your dog. Yeah, you yeah. better don't keep me as no like, secret, right, you right. know? And it just, it started coming it started Start coming doing, yeah. and you know one thing people would say is like we like your personality you funny we could watch you all day oh, you know <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh really so let me start filming and then it was just like oh you're the, like we never saw a dog groomer look like yeah. you you don't you don't look like the average dog groomer so i'm like all right well y'all like the way i look y'all like personality yeah, yeah. and then it was just like it really just started it was a domino effect you know and um Again, it's still surprising. You know, I just did HBO, a TV show with HBO. You know, Hot Dog, check it out, y'all. <laughs> Episode 7. <laughs> <laughs> um, ABC, NJ News. It just it just kept coming. And I was like, all right, so I guess this is what I am now. Right. So, you know, I said, all right, I guess I'm the celebrity it's groomer. That's stars. it. Yeah. That's amazing. It's so much. It's, it's fun. It's, it's got to be. Fun, How yeah. do you balance all that between like running this oh. full time? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> running this full time and then not making these big moves. You know. These are like celebrity big moves. <laughs> I know. And I, I, I tell people I'm so human and I'm humble. Like I'm still figuring it out. You know, and most importantly, I'm walking by faith, not by sight, because like the sight is like this. This look like a scary ass roller coaster ride. It's like you, the King Dakar times ten. You know, you looking right. and you about to come down, and it's like you know. And um, I don't stop. I don't let nothing shake me. Like what they the the saying is, if what doesn't break you only makes you stronger, right? So if we just utilize and put that concept with the real world mm -hmm. you should understand if it didn't break you exactly. right it's yeah. only gonna make you stronger yeah. so i just i keep going yeah. i keep going i'm like that kid that get pushed down come back up uh -huh. push down come back up push down and um it's the people that watch me helps me stay motivated right you know just i've had women write me love letters i've had like, I mean, and I'm talking from places where women are just looked at as, as if we're nothing. We mm -hmm. don't have a voice. Mm -hmm. And they, they message me and it's, I feel it. And it's like, you are changing. You know, when, you, when you're able to change a person's life, that's different. Yeah. That's being fruitful and yeah. multiplying. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we're supposed to do. Right. We're supposed to be fruitful. We're supposed to multiply. We're supposed to pour into other people's cups. Yeah. That's what, that's how your cup gets right. poured into, you know, and, um, Everybody just has me push. I don't stop. Yeah. You know, my baby. You got that self-care meditation. Definitely. Yeah. That could be a lot of pressure even more so. And then also your mother too. Yeah. Society for my mom. Let me tell you something. My mom, she don't, she doesn't play. You know, mm -hmm. she, she's, she's from Jamaica. She didn't have an easy upbringing. And, you know, one thing is parents, we want to make sure that our children have more than we had. Yes. And um, that's another reason why I just try to figure out how to balance it having my daughter because right. it's like now i'm a mom mm -hmm. now i need to figure out okay 
I still need to be physically there for my yeah. daughter, mentally there, emotionally there, yeah. spiritually there yeah, yeah. for her. But I still need to be in this business yeah, also. Creating a legacy. Yeah, you know, uh, building that empire. Yeah. So it's just, you got to be strategic in this world. And like, you know, life is a game of chess, right? Yeah. You got to learn how to play the game. That's it. You and figure it out. <laughs> you no, know, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. And now it's like, all right, I went from a groomer to this to this huge name, mm -hmm. one one wolf by myself, yeah. a dog, alpha dog, you know? And again, I just learned to be strategic. I didn't take L's, my L's were lessons. It mm -hmm. was just like, all right, now I'm gonna try to reroute, think differently, like how am I making through this? How am I do this? For example, like when it comes to my work, I tell people after a certain time, I'm mommy, yeah. like don't call me. Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are, unless it's Oprah or Tyler Perry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, I might right. have to tell my baby, hold on. Those, right? <laughs> Those calls, I might, but um, I balance. Life is all about balance. You find your balance, you'll find your way. Yeah, yeah. If you don't find that balance, it's going to be a struggle. But also, like, don't let the whirlwinds discourage you either. Like, That's just right. just let yeah. that be the fuel to your fire. Absolutely. Yeah. And honestly, even being around, being in the studio now, you can just like you can just tell the atmosphere is just so calming and relaxing. Yeah. So I'm sure your customers. Feel that also. She was playing some old school music earlier, so we just came in here, you know, just kind of bumping from the door. You know what I'm saying? Now, you're not only do you offer the services of grooming, but also you offer classes. Yeah. And you're expanding. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about this. You know, you gotta be fruitful in this world and multiply, right? That's right. And that's what I, you know, I have a gift. And they say you're supposed to leave for generations. And what, what better can you leave than knowledge? Mm. Yes. education yes. like you really that's something different that's not money like what what is that saying you um you give a man a fish he only eats for one day you mm. teach him how to fish yeah, he yeah. eats forever uh -huh. so if i leave y'all money that's not gonna really do anything for you it's gonna run out but if i teach yeah. you how to bring that money in mm -hmm. i teach you how to be a celebrity groomer i teach you how to be high demand i mm. teach you how to be strategic and change the whole game i mean i went from a groomer to a radio host to a model to a creative director you know to, <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah. to an educator a mm -hmm. teacher so it's like like you you gotta you gotta just build with yeah, it be yeah. fruitful so um basically i think that's just how i've always felt like i've always been a nurturer i've always wanted to take care of, like my family my mm. friends and like I said, what happened with my daughter, it's like, I got to leave something for her now. So I said, I love to teach. It's time to leave the school. Yeah. It's not only going to be a legacy for her, but it's going to be a legacy for the world. Love it. Yes. You know? Yes. And my, my goal is not to just have grooming schools in the United States. There are countries such as Nigeria, the Philippines, mm -hmm. Trinidad, Trinidad. They don't mm -hmm. have grooming yeah. schools. Yeah, yeah. You know how many opportunities I can open? Women that... Are, are are living difficult lives, struggling, abused, domestic. You have an opportunity. There's dogs everywhere. Everywhere I've gone, yeah. there's a dog yeah. up and down the street, right. okay? You can really change your entire world with just grooming. And then you just, you it's a, it's a domino effect, jump into everything else. Absolutely. So I said, all right, let me open a school. In multiple layers. And then yeah. keep going and keep going and keep going. So yeah. it's just, and it's a calling. God is like, this is what I want you to do, girl. Uh -huh. I'm like, I pop. <laughs> no problem. That's amazing. And and the fact that, that you're so involved in the community and you're so involved yeah. with, with just your customers on a on a regular basis, they can feel that that nurture. Yeah. That's why I don't want to let you go. I know. <laughs>
I'm like, y'all could come down. I keep telling people, y'all could come on my private jet. Yeah. I'm gonna have my, you know, my yacht. I'm, I'm gonna be big. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be big. Just know, y'all. She actually was relocating. That's why she yeah. said she gonna have a jet. So where, yeah. you, so where would you be uh, relocating to? So I'm going to Houston, H Town. <laughs> I'm still representing my jersey. <laughs> jersey. Yeah. And uh, was there any reason for you going to Houston? Like, what was that? What was that? Um, that boss move that you're about to get? Oh my God! I had the um, the most beautiful vessel come into my salon in November of last year, and um, her name was Tiara. Sorry, T. <laughs> and she said, you know, you remind me so much of you. And you know what she said to me? She was like. You are a diamond in a rough, mm -hmm. you know, and I said, um, wow, wow, you use my title on me. I thought the dogs was right, the diamonds right, in a right. rough. And she said, if you can make it up here, you can survive in New Jersey. And it's like, it really is. It's hard owning a business and mm -hmm. operating in New Jersey. You know, it's Absolutely. um, it's a lot. And I knew I needed to be somewhere else to flourish even more. And honestly, most of the greats, they all relocate. Nobody that's stays it, in the it. same. You yeah. got to cover new ground. You got to figure out what your next step is. You got to see who can appreciate you differently. You know, I'm going to go down to Houston and people are going to be like, oh, <laughs> we set in stone. We got the grim extraordinaire yeah, yeah, out yeah. here. That's and right, it's like, right. that's, it's important. It's important. Anybody, I'd say anybody should relocate. But yeah. Houston it was it was a god calling she spoke she spoke it to me she said you need to do it i did it and um i'm excited and i'm ready to go moving. i'm moving next year i'm so excited make sure you check it out before she moved yeah uh, 2000 <laughs> yeah 2022 i'll be out in houston in january that's amazing excited that's amazing. Well, like I said, man, you heard it here first. With Ashley and we are here live in Diamonds in the Rough. Please tell them how they can book you, follow you, everything, please. So, you guys can make sure you follow me and my bougie dog that traded places. So she I traded on me, y'all. I'm like, what you doing over yeah. there? This is supposed to be her spot. Y'all yeah. see the spot? She just, she like, I'm good over there. <laughs> But you can follow us on Instagram at Grooming Extraordinaire. You can also find me on Facebook, Diamonds in a Rough 190. And um, I'm on, what else? Uh, TikTok, Grooming Extraordinaire. Um, yeah, anything, Grooming Extraordinaire. That's where I am. But definitely make sure you guys follow us on Instagram, most importantly. <laughs> definitely. It's Ashley and we are Disney Magazine. Make sure you go check out when she be cooking, chefing. No, don't do that. You got to do that. <laughs> Just make I'm sure you go check her out. Check out her eyes and everything. Once again, we are Disney Magazine. I'm Banks. It's Ashley and we are Disney Magazine. Sign off.